Hello, all you Wellness Matters listeners. Today, I have the most amazing guest. She happens to be one of my new heroes um, who has started me on my, geez, like my path on where I am right now. Um, I've talked about in previous podcasts and whatnot that Right around when um, lockdown happened in 2020, I started doing a whole bunch of like wellness classes and um, different things of that nature. But at the same time, I was also doing um, like a type of workout that was so different than what I was used to. And it had a completely different Um, almost like a philosophy of how our mind and body are supposed to work together as one. And while I've heard that phrase before, like you obviously want your mind and body to be working together, it didn't start to really click for me until I started doing these videos by um, Lauren Roxborough, who is with me now on this podcast. So It is my greatest pleasure to introduce Lauren to my podcast and my my goal through this podcast, I guess, is for you to understand how amazing her program is and, um, you know, just possibly give it a try and see how it does actually expand your mind and your body at the same time. So Lauren, thank you so, so much for being here with me today and um, talking to me all about your health and wellness journey that you have been on. Oh, thanks, Heather. It's such an honor. And I'm so grateful for your work that you're doing and to be involved in any inspiration in that is just the way that's my intention. So I'm so grateful to be here and thank you for having me. Well, I mean, I don't even know how to convey. I don't, there's not even really words to convey how much I've learned from you by doing these. Um, okay. So what Lauren's, um, business has started from, but she has like branched out in so many different ways, but, um, from what I have learned, I, she has two amazing books. So, I had listened to Lauren on a podcast. I think it was a mind body green podcast a couple years ago through a friend of mine. She was like, you need to listen to this woman. I think you would really love her. And I was like, I'm not really into the podcast world and look at me now. And um, I listened to it and was like, just so like hooked right from the podcast that I bought both your books. I bought all your tools. I hadn't even gotten on your website yet. I just went right onto Amazon. Like I was that like into it um, because I was starting to learn about like opening up my body and expanding my mind and all this stuff anyway. So it was just, it all like kind of like fit all together, like the missing piece kind of. And so anyways, I, by watching your videos there, they range from different times. Like you could do like a 10 minute video to a 20 minute video, depending on whatever it is that you want to work on. And even like, so I'll be like standing on my feet and I'm thinking, Oh, I have to have my feet in like the way that Lauren said, you got to have your feet in a flat position. Otherwise it's going to like, you know, (laughs) just the way that I was standing was almost like not, 
conducive for, you know, my body. So anything from like posture to like how I present myself and walk into a room to how I'm standing on my feet, like all these things were things that I was hearing in the video. It wasn't just a, okay, drop and give me 37, you know, or um, like most things in, you know, the, the workout world is okay. How many calories did we burn? And, you know, um, if you're not sweating profusely, then you really didn't do a good job. Like that's where I was coming from. And then doing and, um, submerging myself into your world, Lauren, it just made me realize that I don't have to be so rough on myself. Like I don't have to be so hard on myself. And, um, I can actually work on my mind, mind and body at the same time. And so that was just like a huge revelation for me. And I'm going to stop jabbering now about myself and how I got into this. And I would love to hear from you, like how you got started in, in your job and like starting your company and how all that came to be, I guess. Yeah, no, I would love to share. I mean, so I love what you said too, about just this idea of kind of reframing our relationship to our workouts and even the language we use around it and the kindness that we can implement into the way we move our body. And then when we move our body with that love and that joy and that joie de vivre, I like to say, you know, that pleasure, that sensuality, like we actually take that into the world with us and we start to move in a more, you know, um, like flowing, fluid, flexible, graceful, but powerful and confident way. And, you know, the traditional old school workouts for me, you know, I've done them over the years and everything. And I was a trainer at one point and I'll go, I'll, I'll tell my whole story in a minute, but just really quick. Cause you touched on something really beautiful. And, um, you know, I think those counting reps and just doing crunches and trying to talk about burning calories, like, actually the thing is every movement we do in our life, throughout our day could be considered a workout. So the way we move throughout our day is going to shape our body and it's going to shape our, our density or our lightness. It's going to shape our connective tissue. It's going to shape our structure. It's also going to shape our emotional state as well, because if we're constantly feeling dense and heavy and compressed and hunched over, we're going to feel more defeated and possibly depressed and heavier and more dense. And so it was, it's an interesting journey for me because now I've been able to kind of blend all of these different modalities that I've studied into this great, um, offering. That's to me, it's all about like awakening the healer within and empowering people to understand how their body works. And like you said, even to the point of like how you're standing, how you're walking, how you're, you know, sitting at your desk or whatnot. So all of those things together are really what creates the human being, right? So it's like how we show up in the world is all, it's not just what you do on the mat. It's what you are doing all day long. You take 10,000 steps a day without even going for a run or doing a workout for the most part. Maybe we didn't t- during lockdown in the pandemic, right? But right. For the most part, we are usually walking from A to B and you know, whatever. And so we're every step we take is an opportunity to activate your body, to utilize and to massage your cells and to wring out things and to, to turn on muscles and then decrease, you know, decrease the tension and other ones and whatnot. So 
it's a really beautiful concept for people to understand that um, the physical movement aspect of it is to me also the bridge into getting to the mental mind, you know, um, mind system, mind loops, belief systems, and then also getting into the emotional um, emotional awareness, and then the emotional states that we're in, and then not being a victim of our life and our reality, but then, you know, choosing to, to be a certain level of emotional freedom, and then also the spiritual. So it's really interesting. So when I was 16, this is kind of how it all started. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. You probably heard this story, Heather, but I'll just share it with your, um, your audience briefly just through your book, but that was a couple of years yeah. ago. So yeah, totally. <laughs> so, um, and I talk about this a lot on podcasts cause I think it's really good for people to know where I'm coming from. Um, so when I, you know, I would, I just got my driver's license and I started driving my mom to go get chemo at Stanford university. And, you know, she was like in her late forties and she was like, when she was younger, she was a model. She did yoga. She was like reading Deepak Chopra. Like, wow. you know, she was eating super healthy. Like she was always into healthy food and cooking and everything. And so it was sort of quite, um, as you can imagine, it was quite a shock and a surprise. And yeah. so when, when I would drive her to go get, um, chemo drips, she'd go once a week, we'd go to Stanford university and you know, that's obviously one of the best places in the world to get cancer treatment. There's a lot of research going on there. And I went to go talk to the doctors about, I said, so can you explain to me what's going on? Like what, this is such a mystery. Where does cancer come from? And the doctors at this time, this was, you know, quite a few years ago. And they said, well, it's, it's genetic and it's environmental. And then we don't really know the other piece. And so for me, and that's just, I guess the way I am and my curiosity was, awakened at that age, at that young age. And I thought, well, if the doctors don't know, then there must be some other way to figure this out. So of course I had already had my mind opened to the Deepak world, you know, and, um, Louise Hay and, um, like Wayne Dyer, like the good old classics, right. In the self-healing world, self-help world. But, um, it, it just, what I decided in that moment, it was like a, an aha moment, you know, an Oprah aha moment. I was like, wow. Okay. I'm going to go on this journey. And the first thing I started getting into was actually nutrition because as a young 16 year old, it was like the one thing I could actually kind of, you know, dig into and activate and put into action straight away. I mean, I was already an athlete. I was swimming. I was competitive swimmer, um, water polo player, doing the physical, I kind of naturally had that gift and that talent, um, being a good athlete. So I had that. And I thought, well, what if I just get into the nutrition? So the nutrition kind of took me on a journey of understanding how food is medicine. And then I started studying like Andrew Weil. He was, you know, one of the, um, founding fathers of integrative medicine essentially. And he's written a lot of cookbooks and he did true food, you know, true food. I love Andrew Weil. Oh my gosh. He's so good. He, he has a book called spontaneous healing that totally changed my life. And, um, he has like a whole product line and everything now, but he's really just so wise. And, um, so the nutrition piece was the beginning. And then, um, I went on a journey and, you know, my mom actually ended up getting better after about a year of chemo. And then she was doing all the other stuff. We were trying all these recipes and doing a lot more of the kind of mental work as well. And then, you know, she got better. And then I went on a journey to continue on, like wanting to learn about how the body works and to understand how 
what it means to actually be well. And what I realized is it wasn't just about, you know, exercise and eating well. And I realized there were so many more layers to it. And so I went on to study nutrition and exercise physiology at um, UC Santa Barbara. And then I also was still a competitive athlete there and um, kept doing the physical thing, became a personal trainer. Then what really kind of took me to the next level was when I got trained in um, classical Pilates. And then that really heightened the mind body connection. And it really just was amazing to see the, the change in the body when you go from working out really hardcore and like super intensity, you know, like you read about that in my first book, TSY about, you know, how doing these hardcore workouts was making me heavier, thicker, bulkier, denser. And, um, also, you know, just wound up and tight and holding on to a lot of the anger that I wasn't processing from my mom being sick at that time, because it was really scary time to go through it, you know, being so young. Yeah. And so, um, so then the, the Pilates thing was amazing because I realized, wow, you can affect such change and actually like decompress your joints and grow an inch or an inch and a half in height from like, you know, taking your muscles and eccentrically elongating them. And then it just sort of like, wow, just again, another aha moment. And then I decided to spend my twenties studying different healing modalities, similar to you. Like I studied Reiki. I only did like introduction to Reiki and then, um, I studied, um, Thai yoga massage, um, quite a bit of yoga again, kept getting more and more deeper into nutrition. And then the, the really big aha again was when it all came together was when I discovered structural integration. And that is basically the form of work that was discovered by a woman named Ida Rolf and Ida Rolf is she was a rocket scientist in the 1960s a woman and she discovered fascia like in the Western science world. Of course it had already been discovered in the holistic healing world in the ancient wisdoms of Ayurveda and Chinese medicine forever. But Ida Rolf was the one that discovered fascia and how she discovered it was she was studying the human body in gravity, which sometimes we forget like, Oh, we're existing in gravity. We totally forget that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. So, um, she discovered fascia, the connective tissue that wraps around our entire body. And so for people that don't know what fascia is, this was the thing that really like kind of heightened, I guess my quantum healing was understanding this awareness of fascia and fascia is this matrix. It's this, it's almost like a second skin. If you think about it, it's lays right underneath your skin. It's like this beautiful kind of webbing of connective tissue. And the thing that's so beautiful, beautiful about fascia is that it encases your nerves and it also encases your lymphatic system. And also, obviously that means your, your blood as well, your blood, your white blood cells. So it's really, um, has a huge impact on your immune system. And then the other big one is, well, the two more big ones is it's actually where your, um, your meridians, if you know, traditional Chinese medicine, you know, acupuncture, your meridians, your chi lines are also in your connective tissue. So if you've ever had acupuncture and they put a needle in you, they're putting it into your connective tissue, which is just below the skin. And so what's really amazing about it, about fascia too, is what we're finding now is it's where emotions can get lodged. So you've heard me say it before, 
trauma can get stuck in our tissues, trauma in the tissues. Also truth resides in the tissues, which is why sometimes when you get goosebumps, we call them the truth chills. You know, you, your, your connective tissue, or we call it fascia or connective tissue. It's the same thing. Essentially science is calling, calling it our sensory organ. Okay. So people, you know, how people talk about the skin. Oh, the skin is your largest organ and what you're putting on your skin is going to go into your bloodstream. Well, the fascia is this next layer, the second skin of this incredible organ where we feel everything. We actually feel it in our tissues before we feel it in our mind, in our brain. So the body never lies. There's so much that the body wants to tell us. And that's why I think I've been dubbed the body whisperer in the world. And my intention is not to be the body whisperer. Well, I mean, I, I want everyone to become their own body whisperer. I want people to become. And so if, if I want to teach that and I've got to be it right, I got to live it. I got to breathe it. I've got to embody it. And so truly what it comes down to is teaching people about this awareness and, and helping them understand that pain is also a message that pain. We need to reframe our relationship to pain and realize that don't put a bandaid on it. It's your body is so miraculous. It is trying to tell you something. It's trying to say, knock, knock. Hey, can you come on and give me a little bit of love? All I need is maybe some hydration, maybe some movement, maybe some rolling, maybe a breath work, maybe a laugh, maybe a cough, maybe a hum, maybe a shake, a tremble, whatever it is. Cause the thing is like, we have these amazing ways to actually emote, you know, the idea of emotions is energy in motion. So we, we want to feel all the feels, whether it's a negative feeling or a positive one, we want to feel it. We want to listen to it. We want to, you know, kind of cuddle it. And then we want to go, do I want to hold on to that? Do I want to release it? It's like, everyone is going to have some sort of trauma in their lifetime. And it's not really, it's not the trauma it's how our body processes the experience that creates the trauma in the system. And so, you know, I, you know, I kind of came out as a public figure in the world with um, the foam roller, which is so funny that we're talking about these kind of big, deep concepts that really are about like life empowerment. And the roller for me was the bridge because it was this way of, and luckily enough, again, when I was studying structural integration and kind of putting my whole method together, it was like, I was in my late twenties and, um, I met, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She was one of my clients. And then I started working with like LeBron James. So I was working with like two of the most famous, like athletes and celebrities on the planet. And I was like, Oh my God, I must be doing something right. If I'm attracting these kind of clients. And yeah. because what was cool about that is I had the opportunity to kind of get feedback from people that are like reaching their highest potential, if you will. And so I really realized like, this shit is real. Like, I mean, there's no way that this is not real. Cause it was like, how did I meet those clients? Again, it was word of mouth. I was recommended to them. You can't make it up. Like yeah. it just literally was like quantum physics. It was quantum attraction. It was a magnetic attraction. And so what I realized when I was putting it all together is like the roller was this piece, this really easy tool to bring people into understanding number one, what their fascia is, and then understanding how malleable their fascia is and how then all of a sudden when you can take and harness the energy of your fascia and your connective tissue and your energy and your chi and your lymph and your immune system and your blood and um, even your, you know, your joints and your skeletal structure. And, you know, then you're starting to realize, wait a second, 
there's a whole nother layer here of the quantum healing, the quantum energy. And so now I, I infuse all of that into my system, but the roller is sort of the way in for people. It's this bridge into a feeling again. It's like, to me, the roller was like the perfect way for people to feel something immediately. It was this immediate, um, satisfaction. Cause you know, when you lay on the roller for the first time, I mean, I spent my, I've spent my last like 20 years of my life showing people like the upper back roll, you know, just <laughs> you know, when I meet a friend or whatever, like, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. It feels so good. I'm like, yes. And that all that is, is giving people a sense of lightness. It's like you're saying earlier, like giving people this ability to not feel the weight of the world on their shoulders and not feel so heavy and dense. And like, we all can feel that lightness. Oh yeah. I think that's one of the main things that I was learning, um, a couple of years ago when I started doing your programs and stuff was that, you know, one, you talked about how gravity is pushing down on you all day. Yeah. And so you do, you feel like that you feel, um, compressed and that doesn't feel good obviously but also the biggest thing that was the biggest eye-opener for me was realizing and understanding for the first time that i had trapped emotions in my body and that it, it it seems crazy it seems like no your body wouldn't do that you know whatever but when i first started rolling and you had talked about how especially for women you know they tend to like, um, have a lot of trapped emotions in their hips. So yes. when I first started in like rolling the side of my hips and on my legs, you know, mm -hmm. literally at times I felt like I was being like brought to tears because it was like so sensitive. And, yes. um, I stuck with it and day after day doing it, whatever I, it not only like, did I mentally and emotionally feel the release happening, like I started to like connect and visualize with my mind, what I was doing with my body. Like I'm okay. I'm visualizing rolling out my fascia. And then by doing that, I was secreting, you know, and breaking up like what you would call like density or whatnot. But to me, it felt like it was emotion, trapped emotion and, um, a physical change started to happen. Like the, like my legs, like where my hips are, literally I had like, I was starting to like thin out, like get, essentially getting the legs that I always wanted, but I was always busting my butt at the gym, doing all the wrong things and becoming <laughs> like you had said. And then I started doing the rolling and when I'm like, okay, I'm 40 years old and I'm now understanding all this, like what? Um, but it literally, and now when I'm rolling, it is like, I, and I have to do it every day. I like if I do a video. I have yeah. to like get an alignment with yes. my cooler. I'll do it my, with my preschoolers. They'll do it with me on the, they just think it's a toy. You know what I mean? They're like, what is this? But I'll be like rolling, doing upper back roll and whatnot in front of them. Good. And they'll lay, lay down right there with me and do it. And, um, Kids love it. Right. I know it's my kids are obsessed too. They're like, they love it. The little travel roller, especially. They're, yes. They love it. Yes. It, it's so amazing. And, and then like to incorporate it with the rebounder, which yeah. to the listeners, this is another big component of her program, 
which, you know, you don't necessarily have to have it, but to me, it made so much sense. Like when you would talk about dry brushing, which I've talked about in previous podcasts, you know, just opening up the cells, right. Um, For your lymph to like secrete any toxins and all that. Um, so yeah, you do the dry brushing and then you do, um, whatever rolling video you're feeling at the time. And then you go on the rebounder and you actually bounce it out. And so like I would, for the last couple of years now, like everyone knows what I'm talking about now, but for a long time, I'd be like, yeah, I gotta go roll and bounce. And they're like, what are you talking about? You know? And I'm like, or I got, I just got to go roll. I got to do, you know, my rolling and my bouncing and, and. So I'd get like the hairy eye from everybody I know, but now (laughs) everyone knows who Lauren is. Everyone knows what I'm talking about with rolling and bouncing. Um, And it's not always easy to stick to a program, especially by yourself. You know what I mean? Like I'm watching you um, either on my computer screen or my smart board and um it's not always easy to make yourself accountable and like turn it on. Right. No. But the first time that I've, I've been able to stick with um, a program that is not at a gym that somebody's making me do, you know what I mean? Where I, so um, because there's always, this is the other thing that I really want to drive home for the listener. Like, you have so many amazing videos to um, help with anything from like migraines to um, um, plantar fasciitis. Like I've learned like different, like awesome. I'm going to have it from you talking about it. Um, it. And, and so like after doing that, the, the, the different rolling and whatnot, then you can go bounce it out and whatnot. But now you have taken everything to such like a higher level that it's so inspiring. So Lauren not only has the rolling and the bouncing, but now she's incorporated um, a new amazing woman into her practice that now does yoga. So like if you're deciding for that day, you want to do yoga, you can do that on there or you can do rolling or you could do it all together. But now recently you've even incorporated like sound healing, which, um, you know, you, you know, you had an expert woman come on and talk about how amazing it is for your body and whatnot. But I, I found myself, so I was rolling and bouncing and then now I'll just turn on the, um, the sound healing video to like end my practice sometimes if I have time and allow those like higher frequencies to just like seal the deal for me. And like you said, you, yes, you can do your workout and you can incorporate movement in your day, but it's after all that, that you want to show up as your highest self for everything else. And so why not start, or even in the middle of your day, whenever you have time, incorporate this medicine movement that you talk about. So you do show up for yourself in your life as the best wife that, you know, that you can be or mother or teacher, whatever. Um, And just starting it with a good, movement of your body in, 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 you know, hydrating your fascia. So yeah, and you're, 
you're elevating your state, right? You're elevating your vibration, your energy, your frequency, so that you become an attractor for more miracles and you become an attractor for more, you know, of that elevated energy. And then that's helping also, like we mentioned earlier, it's the ripple effect. When we do that work on ourselves, it's not selfish. It's actually like, you know, obviously you don't want to spend the whole day doing it, but like when you do the work and you make the time for yourself, first of all, you're, you're sending a message to the universe that you matter. And then that, that actually you care about your state, which then actually creates the shift that when we create the inner shift within, we're actually helping create the shift on the planet. When we create peace within, if you want to make peace in the world, you got to make peace within because that's where it starts. And then it goes to our, our families. And then it goes into our communities and it's spread like that. It's like, we want to spread the virus of love and compassion and empathy and good kindness, truly kindness should be the virus we're spreading. And so how do we get there? We can't just go out and do it. We actually have to do it in because then it becomes literally magnetic. You know, it's putting it out there. Well, and in my book, I, I have, um, I talk about the masculine and feminine energies. And again, this is a concept that I did not know or understand about, you know, but now I do. And so knowing it, I'm just like, I got to like spread that to other people. But again, my old way of going to the gym was so masculine and masculine period. Um, now like you have created a system that allows people to have the masculine. Okay. I'm moving my body and I'm working up a sweat and, you know, but I'm also doing it with like this, the feminine component to equalize myself out. So I'm not just like all masculine during this workout. I am doing things to create like that um, neutrality and balance. And so, cause a lot of times, like I would do workout and then it's like, all right, what else do I got to get done today? You know, (laughs) know, um, I just did like this awesome workout and now I got to keep the buzz going, you know, or I would do this, hardcore workout and then just want to collapse, you know, um, there was, it was so uneven for me. And Mm -hmm. once I finally understood, and it was through your program, like watching what you are saying and like understanding that again, I'm, I'm moving my body in like more of a 3d fashion, which that was another huge thing for me too. I realized that all the things that I was doing was so linear, right? Forward yeah. back. And, totally. and I wasn't expanding my sides or, you know, like all around the 3D parts of my body. And so that's where a lot of my stagnant energy was being held. Yeah. And once you find, once that concept kind of resonates in your cellular vibration your or your cells, I should say, like what happens is, your aura starts to expand too, because your aura, if you think about it, it's like this, the energy around our bodies, right? So that I always picture it like, um, kind of like bound, like almost like a mummy, you know, like a mummy being bound, like taped down. So like, that's essentially what our connective tissue can do to us. It can make us feel like a mummy wrapped up. And then basically you're, you're peeling back the layers, right? Like you're saying the first time you rolled, it was really hard. And then the second, second time, because you're peeling back a layer, it's a little bit easier and it's a little bit more enjoyable and more pleasurable. And then you're getting, you know, you're, it's essentially like an onion peeling back the layers. And then when you take the mummified wrap off, 
you're like, like you said, you're actually starting to take up space and expand your physical body. And so you're actually standing up straighter. You're feeling more confident. You're feeling more at ease, but you're actually expanding your aura, which I mean, that's the thing about the quantum, the quantum physics and the quantum healing. Like when you expand your aura, your vibration is higher. So like dis-ease cannot thrive in that environment. And so that's what my intention is to help people really get to a place of not feeling that lower vibrational, um, heavier, dense, emotional things that are stuck in our bodies. So the more we just peel back those layers and we let go of the bag of coals and the, you know, the, the trauma and the memories, and, and we let go of the old limiting belief systems, especially living in this time right now, basically the end of an era and the beginning of a new one, the light is shining really strong right now. People maybe not, don't realize that, but like, as the darkness is really strong, the lightness is also there as well, because it is the yin and the yang and it's the, the masculine, the feminine. And so the light is coming and it's just, we're in this really interesting, uncomfortable period of transition, but we're, we're on our way there. And I think that's why we're having this conversation right now. And people are more, um, I guess, um, inspired to this type of work, which is more of the healing rather than the aggressive pounding, which ends up creating more stress, more fight or flight, more like sugar cravings and more addictions when you're constantly doing the push and the clutch and the bearing down and you're not expanding and opening and opening your heart and opening your auras and, you know, aligning your chakras and, you know, the sound healing, elevating the vibration. It's like, it's an interesting time right now because not everyone is ready for it, but there are a lot more people now ready for this type of work. And like, I love one of my spiritual teachers has this great quote. It's the shadow is nothing more than space waiting to be filled with light. So right now we have a lot of shadows, but the shadows are there to teach us. They're there for us to realize a lot of the toxicity that's been happening maybe in our bodies and in our world. And so right now the shadows are there, but we're, the light is coming in and we're doing it right now by having this conversation. And the more that we can bring the light within our bodies and in our energy and our, in our auric field, the more the actual healing happens on the planet. So that's the thing. like, we talked about a little earlier, Heather, but let's ch chat about it today right now as well for your audience is like, Right now, people want to go out and solve the world problems, but the reality is that in order to solve the world problems, we've got to do the work inside. Yeah. So this, and this is the shift of going from the old era to the new era. This is the feminine energy rising, not to take over the masculine, but actually to balance out. So it's not like we're getting rid of it. It's not about the feminist movement, which actually, to be honest, is a little bit more masculine yeah. um, because it's more about control and all of that. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, it's a different, that's another um, podcast, but, yeah. <laughs> but essentially the feminine, the feminine energy is rising, which just means that we're going to have more nurturing, more nourishment, more pleasure, more sensuality, more um, love, more compassion, more connection, more, um, again, I already probably said it, but empathy, more of the like putting ourselves in other people's shoes. And so that's what what's happening. And so as the shadow feels really hard and dense right now, what can we do? We can work on ourselves with our actual like energy, like work on our own energy, our own 
essentially our own emotional state. And when we feel that peace within is when we then create that ripple effect on the planet. And I know it sounds like kind of out there and a little bit extreme, but that's the reality of it. Cause like, we're not going to go in and like fight a war, like with guns right now and go over, you know, wherever. So what can we do if we live in a state of fear, more of that and anger. It's like, I did that. I did a post the other day. It was like, um, holding on to anger. It's a Buddha quote. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison yes, and yes. hoping the other person is going to die. To I, me, I'm like, I just read that it had been your post. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just I mean, it's so profound. It's so profound when you it's, really think about it because people are really hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah. And the anger is just going to create more anger because it's like the other thing we were saying is like the division is really the problem. Right. The division is the real issue that no one's looking at. People are right. looking at the war and they're looking at the virus. And you're like, hold on a second. When we are divided is when the toxicity is worse. So when we can rise above the division and hear both sides, by the way, that's the feminine, right? Is keeping that openness, being able to listen without judgment, right. letting other people speak, not um, shaming like the whole shaming thing has got to go like the body shaming thing, you know, like the shaming of like, well, you believe this. And so you're bad. It's like the sh that's literally shaming is probably the most toxic of all of them because the shaming is just going to create more of that toxicity on the planet. So I know we're going from, you know, like workouts to rolling to like this whole like concept, but that's why I always call it align your body to align your life because right. that's, that's what it's about to me is like, and I try to infuse that into all the sequences and kind of share it with people through the movement. Cause it's sort of like, I channel it in when I'm, when I, you know, when the camera's on and we're, we're recording the sequences, you know, I don't really take credit for those. Cause I mean, I know my craft, I know about the body, but I also allow whatever energy is needed for that time to come in. That's and so I, anyone can do that. Right. <laughs> well, when I was writing my book, like I would, um, walk away and, you know, a day or two would go by. I'm like, Oh, I got to put something in my book, you know, talking about this. And then I would go back to my computer. I'm like, Oh, I already wrote about it. I don't even remember yeah. writing about it. Like I was totally like channeling. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yes. My book. And, and, and then like when I was like, Oh, but what did I say? It was actually better than what I was going to write the second time, you know? And yes. I was so wide open when I was doing that, which is, you know, it, it truly is like, that was the whole expansion thing. Like if I was closed in and, and yeah. not, um, growing and expanding, there's no way I could have written that book. There's just no way. Cause guys, I was downloading so much information while I was doing it. Um, exactly. yeah. And like, that was a thing with doing your program and, and rolling and bouncing and all that. Um, I was expanding there and then I was taking it into my everyday life. And then I was like a researching fiend, you know, like I couldn't get my hands on enough books, watch enough documentaries. And, um, it was like, you know, just, I had to have all the information and I'm just still learning so much stuff every single day. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's wild. You know? Um, but it started, with making that space in my body yes. and then I could, and I was, then I would just take it and I'm going to expand my, my mind with it. 
And that was what kind of catapulted me into where I am, what I'm doing now. You know, I've written a book and I'm doing a podcast and I write blogs and, um, I, I just like, I learned so much information and then I just, I, I have to explain it to other people because it just pours right out of me. But it was like starting though, you know, with the rolling and the bouncing and whatnot, like I, I was still so compressed and then I just opened up and then, Oh, here I am. It's, it's wow. When you're doing one thing to better yourself and just, you want to do another thing to better yourself and yeah. thing. And, and that's what I learned about like being in the flow, you know, like I, as soon as I was opening up to all of this and realizing, like you said, like, um, like attracts like, and I was, um, attracting certain people into my life to do different podcasts and whatnot. Um, in the middle of writing my book, I was like, Oh, I really need an editor. I'd kind of, um, touched base with some woman in um, New Mexico, but I was like, I, I wish I could meet this person like, and sit down with that person and let them know my vision. And on a whim, I just, um, happened to meet a woman through a friend. Um, and we did a podcast together on Halloween and, we got off and we were just talking off the record, whatnot. And she said that she was in the middle of writing a book. I'm like, really? And, and she was like, yeah, I'm like, and she lives in this area. And I said, do you have an editor? And is your editor, like, if you do, who is it? You know, like by just on whim, I met this woman. I started doing a podcast with her. I met her the day before. Okay. And then we sat down and we did a podcast together. And then we started talking about book writing. And she said, I have, um, an editor. He's got a lot of clients, you know, whatever, but, um, I'm sure he would take you in, you know? And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. I wrote him an email. He's like, I am super busy, but I'm going to take you in because I love Lexi. And, but like, had I not been really paying attention to those signals and signs and whatnot and being in the flow and being open, yeah. none of that would have like unfolded the way that it did. And I didn't even have to work to get there. You know, that was the biggest, like, um, that is it. You just, yeah, you just said it. It's like, because you, well, you had a clear intention, Yeah, right? You were clear and you were defining what you really wanted. And it, it was, I like to explain this too. This is a really good example. And, you know, Joe Dispenza does an incredible job in like that whole kind of world explaining it. But basically, you know how people think of manifestation and the law of attraction. Like if you think it, you're going to attract it. It's actually not that it's more about your thoughts. So your mind and your body, your thoughts and your emotions. Okay. So your mind is your thoughts. Your body is your emotions. Does that make sense? So your mind is your like thinking mind. Yep. Your thoughts are your emotions. Okay. So your feelings, your emotions, your feelings. When your mind and your body, your thoughts and your emotions and feelings um, are in coherence, right? So they're in sync. Yep. They're like that's when you become a magnet for whatever that energy is. So that's a totally different and more profound way of kind of explaining how quantum physics, quantum healing, quantum energy works, because you can't just think it, you don't like see, see a picture in a magazine and like, Oh, I want that, that car, or I want that husband or, you know, like that's basically thinking on the outside, like 
And so I was saying you had a clear intention and you, your mind and your body, your thoughts and emotions were in coherence and you manifested that. And that's what manifestation is. This right now, having this conversation with you right now is I am just the average everyday Joe walking this planet. Like I teach preschool and, um, and I love my life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it like, I just, I'm, I am, you know, I, I'm not famous or anything like that. And I'm now having this conversation with you. And all of that was like my vision board. And like, you know, I, I, I've kind of, but I aligned and I felt and, you know, then the universe just, I'm not even making like full on sentences here, but um, no. I'm but sitting remember, here doing just a said, podcast. Yeah. And we're all the same. That's the other thing too. Like I had to realize this, my own growth is like working with these people, super famous, like doing like the reaching the highest potential, the most famous people on the planet. They're all normal people. Okay. They're dealing with the same shit we're dealing with every day, literally, like sometimes even worse because they're like so catered to that. They end up just being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, so they have like other issues that we can't even really understand. So we're all one, we're all the same. And by the way, the whole kind of celebrity thing and like the guru world that that's all from the masculine era as well. So that era is going and it's not about being the guru. It's being about the guru. You, you are the guru. Like you are, you, we are the heroes we've been looking for. And so, you know, it doesn't matter how famous you are, how many followers you have, how many da da da, whatever. Like the reality is, is that you and I are doing the same work. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the most important thing. And so that's why I'm here with you today, because I am such a believer and I'm so, so, so honored to have had any kind of inspiration for you to be able to do what you're doing now. Cause now we're, you know, we're saying you're spreading now the fairy dust around and yeah. we can all keep spreading it. And then whoever you share it with, will hopefully then share it with their family and their friends and their community. And, and that's well, really I, what I feel like we, we are also like coming into a time of co-creating together. Yeah. So yes. like you and I have been sort of like, even before the podcast, geeking out and talking about all this stuff and now yeah. podcast together and like creating something together. Like, um, I don't know. I can't say like for the masculine side of things, if it is like, I have to be the one to do it, you know, whatever I, it sounds masculine to me. Um, and you know, with more of this feminine time period that we are coming into to kind of balance things out, like not make it lopsided again, where it's all feminine, <laughs> totally. Uh, but like being able to uh, co-create with other people to yes, really reach more people. And um, not one person can possibly know all the secrets to life. So yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? So if you are talking with other people and doing things as a group setting kind of thing, um, someone's going to hit on every point that does need to be, you know, yeah. expressed, I guess. So which is your book does a really great job of um, because it shows kind of all like it's like a light. It's a way to kind of light the fire in someone's mind or heart to understand. Like, I love that you call it the missing piece because it's just yeah. like opening up. And it's not like so long that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even like, can take all of this in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you can feel no. open to 
a page and you can be like, Oh, that's the one I kind of needed today. Like you should do a deck of cards. That would be pretty cool. I've thought about that. I think that would be so fun. Um, I, you know, since we, we talked the last time, um, you had mentioned something about a children's book. And so I've actually kind of been, I started something and it's, Basically, I, I'm not sure like how to birth it yet or anything like that, but it's a children's book on these concepts that I wish I had known when I was growing up, you know, um, to make. So therefore, you're like, again, I was 39 years old when I started to really now all my life, I was into nutrition and working out and I was on sports teams just the same. Um yeah. And I was, eventually I I did incorporate Pilates, which made me longer and leaner and, um, and yoga and that kind of thing. But it, again, it was get in, do your workout, get out. You know, it wasn't this, um, like it could be a spiritual process, like the workout. I mean, how cool is that? You could actually be having a spiritual, you know, experience when you're doing your workout. And then, you know, that brings in that whole aspect of kind of like, toward that enlightenment, you know, not that we're enlightened yet, but like we can feel like we're going toward that because enlightenment, even that word is like in light, like we want to just bring more light into our bodies, to our energy, to our lives. Yes. Like, well, even in my book, this book that you were just talking about, I do have in there like, um, a picture, a grid that shows about like how you can start checking in with yourself and asking yourself, what level are you today? And like, mine is just a grid of one to 10, one being shame and guilt and depression being the lowest vibration. And then, you know, 10 being enlightened and um, anything in between, you know, we have all these emotions throughout the day and it's easy to, to move from one number to a different number. Um, so, so think of five being neutral. Um, I prefer to be at a five or higher every single day. And so I'm doing things every single day, incorporating time for myself every single day to make sure that I am staying neutral or higher because yes, you know, I had a lot of anxiety growing up and uh, I just didn't know how to um, really express myself or um, deal with those emotions. So I wound up with a stomach ache almost every single day when I was a kid from anxiety and worry and worry and worry. And um, I finally have gotten to a point where, and I, I do, I pride myself on the fact that I don't live in anxiety anymore because that was such a lower vibration. I was stuck there for so long. I, like I was a happy person, but I just always had this anxiety and worry and whatnot. And um, now I do, I, I, I check in with myself and I say, okay, am I vibing lower than I wanna be? And then I do different things but with these different tools to add to our toolboxes, it is something that I would like to kind of write about for children to include yes. in their lives so they can, you know, realize that they don't, it doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so lonely. Yes. It doesn't have to, you know, be so like sad at times. It, 
to realize that the things that are happening in your life are happening for you to learn something because you're going to go here to that next level afterwards when you learn that lesson and like all of that kind of stuff. Had I known that as a child and so many people I know as well, had they like had these type of tools back then, my goodness, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. I mean, we've got this book from my friend, um, Cleo Wade. I don't yeah. know if you know her. She's amazing. She wrote that book called, um, the road said the road said, and it's, it's a good one. I mean, you might already have it, but it's a great one to just look at and maybe get inspiration from because of the way the messages through the journey. Yes. So cool. I think that's what kids need, right? They need like story that's yep. like, you know, these awarenesses and yep. yeah. I, you know what? I bought that book and, and gave it to my nephew and, oh. you know, wrote in there like this, geez, this was like a, uh, going on a year ago now it was for his birthday. I remember writing in the inside of it and just being like, you know, cause he's so smart. And I was like, you know, you're probably going to have to teach, you know, read this to your parents and explain to them. <laughs> I was just like joking, whatever is my brother and my sister-in-law, but, um, I loved that book and it, it really did it. It's such a beautiful way to explain some, um, larger than life, you know, topics in and condense it. So a child can understand, but not only a child, like an adult that could pick up this picture book could learn from I was just going to say, like, I love that you just said that because I think that actually that's like might even be more profound because we kind of know the kids have it already like because they're like more evolved just because of they're coming in at a different time but um yeah no I actually think that if the parents were reading it to the kid and then they got a little like you know light bulb or an aha like epiphany then that would be really impactful so in a way when you're writing the book it could be writing it for both the parents and the kids. There's another book um, that I don't know if you have, but if you don't, you should definitely get it for yourself, but for your daughters as well. Um, it, I'm not going to remember it, but it's like, uh, ay, 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 sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to get back to you all on that one. Show notes. Show yeah, notes. I'll put that in the notes, but um, it's such a great book that explains life, but it's a children's book and um, it's very beautiful. And when I read it to my daughter, she talk about aha moments, but she was just like, because you know, I went to school for, um, to become a teacher or whatever. And we, we had to do a lot of like developmental courses on, you know, the brain and whatnot for children. Well, and there is a literally, there's a stage in their growth process where they do start to question death and dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what happens next and all that. That's a whole like, uh, developmental stage for children, whatever. And this book just, simplifies it and and makes it so beautifully written it's like about an angel talking to god basically and oh, i need that book because oh. i think that's a real issue too is the relate that our culture's relationship to death is so not healthy either because oh. it's like me like death is not an ending it's just a transition yeah you know to another realm another period like i mean i really believe that we are souls 
having a human experience in this physical body. And, you know, like, I think that if the more we, we, I mean, we talk about this with my girls a lot, we say like, we came from the earth and we'll eventually go back to the earth. And so if we see like a dead bird on the road, like, oh, the bird is now going back to the earth. It's going to decompose and become part of mother nature again. And that's, it's a beautiful thing. And it's like, you know, we say that about my mom, who's an angel, like she's in the earth. She's in the, you know, she's in the flowers, she's in the water, she's in the ocean. It's like, you know, the essence of, cause we're all that's, and that's bringing us all back to, we are all energy. We are all basically a part of the same thing. We're all stardust, you right. know, that then gets a soul and comes into human form. And so I would love that book. Cause I think that, and that would be a good thing to add into your book somewhere too. Your um, daughters will absolutely love it because it's very cool. Yeah. Gosh, I just wish I could remember the name of it. <laughs> All right, you'll put it in the show notes under the, yeah. when you share the pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, my goodness, basically, if you out there listening have not heard of Lauren Roxborough <laughs> or the Align Life um studio that, you know, basically the, I would say that's the name of your business, right? Wouldn't you say yeah, that? Yeah. Align Life Studio is sort of our one-stop holistic healing virtual center available anytime, anywhere to people that are ready to, to put a lot of these philosophies and these concepts into action. And that that's the beauty of the offering is, you know, I have a lot of friends and colleagues that are that do a lot of talking about this stuff, but they don't really necessarily give the actual practical tools. And so I love that we actually have this place where people can go and, um, and access, like we like to call it the Netflix of wellness. And so I guess, and someone said to me, you're going to be the next Gaia. It's so funny. Cause you mentioned Gaia earlier too. And it's like, the idea is to like, you know, come on over and you can try out. We have a seven day free trial. You can come in, you can explore. We have all the four, actually now we have five pillars. So it's movement, which is obviously the movement medicine, yep. which includes now we have most amazing yoga from Charlie Morgan, who's a phenomenal yoga educator. She's written um, and done like certifications all over the world and, you know, workshops and retreats and everything. And she's phenomenal. She teaches us now breath work and meditation and I have some meditations and visualizations in there as well. So we have like, uh, you know, the, the movement part is kind of how it all started. And it's, you know, I, we have the three categories, sweat, calm, and heal, because we know we need to sweat, right. We need to purify. And then we need the calming because we need to calm our nervous system and rebalance. And then we need the healing for the people that need like specific sequences for specific ailments and issues. So there's so much there and that's just the move pillar. Then we have the nourish pillar now that is becoming much more of a bigger thing. And when I first had my um, first video course came out, it was called the taller, slimmer, younger transformation, which was based on my first book. And everyone wanted more from the book. So we decided to put it into video form and we made longer sequences. And then we created this meal guide and I created this concept called fascia foods and fascia foods is actually um, totally evolved. So when you think about fascia, what you're eating for your fascia, it's very similar to what you would eat for your skin. Again, like I said earlier, fascia is essentially our second skin. And so when we're feeding our it's kind of like going almost beyond skin deep, if you will. So we're eating for our joints, 
for our organs, um, for our gut, for our gut lining. And then of course, for, you know, the actual tissue, um, hydration and it's all the good things. It's the good fats, you know, the good fiber, the good proteins eating from the earth. But my new, I, I think you'll totally resonate with this. And I want to share this because it's a new epiphany I've been having since we've been living in New Zealand and do it getting into like actually gardening and um, living a little bit more off the earth. Mm-hmm. So my new concept is this whole idea of our soil, right? So how healthy our soil is, is also how healthy our gut is. So if, if our soil is healthy, then our gut will be healthy because when, especially when we eat from the earth where we live, it's a really important piece of eating chi, but also healing our gut. And right. so the concept that I came up with is, cause you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with fascia. Fascia is my love language. <laughs> what I've realized is that the soil is the fascia of the earth. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So the structure of the soil is a really important piece for growing healthy micro um, nutrient dense food is like the structure of the soil. So it has to have the good bugs similar to like having good bugs in our gut. So the structure of the soil to me is also like the structure of the human body. So that's where I think my passion is now going beyond the physical body and into the earth. And so there's this whole thing of like the food is, and I'm coming back to my roots of my original inspiration was the nutrition. And I'm kind of, I've gone this full circle back around. So now nourish is we're launching um, the nourish app is going to be a part of our offering that all of our members are going to have access to, which is going to have hundreds of recipes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Of these like incredible, like skin and tissue healing recipes and meal plans and meal guides. And it's really taken off. Cause as we know, if we don't address the food and, um, in our bodies and our systems and, you know, the real transformation can occur. So we right. we've known that. And now we've really invested a lot last year. We did a, a huge photo shoot and we did all, we did a lot of recipe testing and experimenting. And, um, so now we're ready to launch it and hopefully launching in April, possibly may depending on things, but Anyway, my point is, so we have the move and the nourish, and then we have the cleansing um, pillar, which is like you were saying, it's all about like dry brushing and cleansing our mind and our belief systems and our programming and even our environment and cleansing, like I call it the kitchen detox. So we're, you know, again, all these other, these ways to cleanse our um, declutter, basically our lives and our bodies and this cleansing is something that we need in the world we live in. Now we need to detoxify. And so that's a big piece. And a lot of the sequences I talk about it and can fit in that. And then the, um, so then we have connect, which is the community, which is growing. And we have over 20,000 subscribers all over the world in over 50 countries on the planet. So we are just like spreading this fairy dust left and right. And we're hoping that more and more people will have just access to this knowledge. That's really what it's about. It's wisdom, knowledge, awareness, and it's awareness of how connected we really are. And then, so you have a community of like-minded people that are inspiring people within their community and, um, and they're sharing their recipes and their photos of their recipes. And then the latest pillar now, which I think you will love Heather is, um, sorry, this is a long winded uh, answer, but no, I love it. The, um, you can tell I've done a lot of podcasts, but, um, (laughs) the next one that we're going to incorporate, which is actually just kind of been birthed recently is awaken. So the last pillar is awaken. So it's like, you kind of have to go through the movement, the nourishment, the cleansing, the connecting to get to the awakening. So 
the awakening would be something like realizing, for instance, like eating or eating food from, you know, your local, local gardens is actually a lot more better for the environment. It's more sustainable. It's better for your gut. So like just that whole idea of like Zach Bush's whole thing with the microbiome and like the biome from the earth where you are and how important it is to spend time in nature or like another awareness of awakening would be like, Oh, if I actually go and walk outside barefoot on the grass or in the sand, then I actually will change my electromagnetic frequency state. And we'll all actually be less inflamed and more connected and more grounded. Like these little awakening things where it's just tiny little pieces, but all of that ends up being the big puzzle anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, I, when I was taking, um, my, what my course on, um, health coaching, um, I remember there was like, you know, we were watching a video, one of the doctors at the time was like talking about soil and, um, how polluted they have become. And, um, so we were talking, you know, this discussion was talking about soil, but then it was talking about, um, you know, cruelty of animals that, you know, so we're, they're talking about chickens and all being like forced together in, um, you know, different, uh, buildings where they stay in cages and all this, whatever. Um, and just like how inhumane it is, but like, when you think about things in a vibrational sense, they showed a, a picture of an egg of, from a chicken that was caged his whole life or her whole life in this cage, never got outside or anything like that. It was just in this cage And that's how so many of our eggs are being harvested, if you want to call it that. Uh, Or so the basically the question was, would you want to eat this egg from this chicken, this hen that had been caged all its life or one that has been, you know, grazing Mother Earth and living its best life and um, being outside and touching the earth and all that? Which egg would you rather have like because there's energy inside of those eggs so exactly yeah like how do you want to start your day do you want to start your day from this poor animal that has had no life whatsoever and that that, that's the egg that it's producing which probably took a lot of work versus the one that's just gets to roam free you know outside and whatnot and collect the eggs from that hen, like realistically, everything in life can be put into those two camps almost, you know, um, something that is that's the awaken. It's the awakening to the connection and to realizing that we are all one. So like, you know, for people, a lot of people like don't understand the idea of unity and like that we're not, we are the same. It's like we were saying earlier, everything is energy. We are all one, but like for people to understand that right now, it's, it's quite a hard concept. If you're for everyone. I mean, if you're not completely enlightened, it, it doesn't completely make sense. Right. So I think the, the awakened piece is exactly what you're saying. It's realizing, okay, if I can realize that I can be more connected to my body, my energy, my actual health, my wellness, my well being, then, and then if I look at like the earth and, oh, I'm connected to the earth, I eat from the earth. And so I, you know, the old quote, like you are what you eat. It's like, you are what you eat, right? So as you start to realize, okay, I'm connected to the earth. If I'm connected to the earth, then maybe I am connected to my neighbor and maybe I'm connected to, wow, 
all the different cultures. You know what I mean? You start to realize we are not that different. We are all one. And like unity is like you and I tied together. Well, if you, you think and about I just simple together. acts of kindness, when you do something for somebody yeah. else, how you feel better than the person yeah. who received the help, you know? Exactly. Um, and that is because you are connected. Everyone is connected. Yes. And, um, yes. So again, like the more that you start to expand and open up to different philosophies and, and not just stay in your one way of doing things your entire life and having your blinders on, but expanding, it doesn't mean you have to, like, if you open up a book or you watch a documentary on, um, using more cleanly products, cleaning products, we'll say, um, yeah. it doesn't mean that you have to do an overhaul of your house if you don't want to, but at least watch it and keep an open mind yeah. and, you know, understand little by little. Yeah. yeah. Little by little, you can vote with your dollars. Like people are like, well, how do I make a difference? I say you vote with your dollars. You realize how connected we all are. And you realize that like, when you heal, I heal. Right. Because that's how it works. It's like, I you know talk to my kids about it all the time. Like, Girls, like when you're kind, when you put kindness into the world, kind, kindness comes back to you there. It's just, that is the way it works. That is the science. There's no like woo woo in that. It's completely grounded in science. And, you know, I mean, yes, we all have lessons to learn and it's not like rainbows and butterflies all the time at all. But when people can start and you can, if you can you know, teach that to the, the preschoolers and the kindergartners, like at a young age, when their subconscious minds are still forming, like that's it. It's like what you said earlier. It's like, you know, you, you're like, we are connected. If we are connected, then my state of being is going to affect your state of being and vice versa. So that's where the power is. The power is in that awareness and that awakening and that it's not on the outside and, you know, fighting more wars and being more divided and being more judgmental and holding on to resentment and being angry. That is not where the power lies. That might've been the power you know, back in the other era, but not in this era that we're living in now. The power is in within. I kind of touched on that in my book too. Like, think about the person that you um, you see at work every day, or that just like gets under your skin. You know, and you're just you don't know yeah. why. Um, but I talked about like mirroring in yes. the book there probably is something about that person that um, is triggering something from a past experience that you had and you're kind of like taking it out on that person, whatever. There's something that that person is trying to um, teach you in some way, form, whatever. And once you drop that like anger and resentment or whatever it is that you have towards that person. And you just like one day be like, Hey, how are you? And genuinely like engage in a conversation, like a a switch is flipped where all of a sudden this isn't like somebody who gets on your skin. You might actually be friends with them within a month, you know? Uh, Yeah. And, and just, you know, it just doesn't have to, the people that, you know, that are getting on your skin or like might annoy you or whatever, like once you start to expand your mind to different ideas and all that, you do then start to understand, oh, wow, I get why they're that way now because they did ABC or they grew up this way or whatever it is. And next thing you know, I just think it's hilarious because that person probably could be your new bestie, you know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. They're like, 
they're like they're um they're making you something come up in you yeah. yeah they're bringing something up in you that you maybe need to look at and you know it's like usually if if you ever feel a sense of or for me personally like if i ever feel a sense of kind of envy or jealousy i'm like what what is that what is that about you know where is that coming from okay and i don't and then i immediately because we have awareness we go oh my gosh i clearly need to do a little bit of work around that and um i'm going to you know be aware of that and i'm going to shift that and because i have the choice to do that because it's like it's it's like the old concept of the only thing we can control is how we respond. Mm-hmm. And that's the power again, bringing the power back home, bringing yep. the power back within. And it's like, it's like no amount of stress and no amount of fear and no amount of anger is going to change the situation. The, what is going to change the situation is our state of being. And when we can really get that in our mind and our body, in our thoughts and our emotions and our feelings and have that coherence, that is when the shift occurs and the frequency actually expands or lifts on the planet and the, um, the light comes in. For sure. I remember um, just hearing in a different podcast, I think it was, um, how the part of the brain that holds on to memories is the limbic part of the brain. And that, for so all your memories are stored in there and they don't understand like linear, like they don't see time the way that we do. So like if something happened to you when you were like five, somebody yelled at you, you know, whatever. And you were like, Oh my gosh, it was like such a traumatic experience for you. Now you're 30 and somebody's screaming in your face again. That part of your brain is like, okay, how did we get out of that situation before? Your brain basically brings you back to being five and we're going to recreate the scene. And that's kind of like how people get triggered so much too, is like, okay, this is triggering me and we don't realize it, but part like the different parts of our brains are like bringing us back to that situation and saying, how did we get out of it to begin with? And yeah. so, okay, I was five. So you might've screamed and yelled and ran out of the room and, you know, went to safety. Well, all these years later, you're, you're going to start having those thoughts again, that that's the only way I can get out. I'm going to hyperventilate and I got to freak out, you know, and, and that's how I'm going to get out because it doesn't understand like time. Like, okay, now I'm 30. I'm an adult. I have all these um, experiences. I do not have to react the same way anymore than when I did when I was five, you know? And so yeah. it's really important to kind of harness those thoughts like you're talking about or feelings of like anger or jealousy or anything like that. And, yeah. and like, look within again. Okay. Why is this happening to me? Why do mm-hmm. I feel this way? And so you can address it and feel it, but then let it go. Finally, like your brain should mm-hmm. not be holding on to that trap trauma of what happened to you when you were five and making you act a certain way now that you're 30. So it's a lot of it is like, it's a lot of work to kind of feel at ease and and, um, whole again, but it's Mm. work that's so worth. Do you want to live the rest of your life having all those heavy um, feelings and um, just not nice thoughts and all that, whatever, or do you want to like be your best self and be happy for yourself and happy for everybody else as well? Like live in harmony, you know? Uh, Oh, it's so true. I mean, it's so, it seems so simple when you think of the concept, but it's quite, it's quite profound 
Yeah, and it's we, work. Um, it is. Yeah. It is work. You're right, and it's it, it can be joyful work. It can be uncomfortable. Yeah. It can, but in the long run of it all, when you start to realize the connection and how it all works together, it's actually you're like, well, how could I not do it? You I know, know what I mean. How Just a I- little bit every single day, and touching yes. on that. And and can you imagine if everyone was doing like just five percent more work on themselves than they were the day before? Where would we we'd be as like a planet? Exactly. I know. Well, that's it. Deepak Chopra talks about that actually right now. He's talking a lot about like for the world to shift. It's not like people have to have these crazy like wild awakenings. It's more like just having these tiny little epiphanies of awareness and then connection and wanting to actually care about other people a little bit more. And then that it's actually that simple. If we can know, I think he had a percentage. He was like, if 30% more people could just understand these concepts and like, and you know, like really understand them and, and live them then we'll be able to get through this really uncomfortable time with grace and ease and um, more joy for sure. So amazing, man. Yeah. So amazing. Well, this is awesome. I can literally chat for you with you for ages. I know. know. I'm so honored. Seriously. If anybody is, um, how can people like find you or reach you? Like what is your Instagram and um, website? Like I know it, but obviously I'd rather have you. Yeah. So it sounds cool. <laughs> totally. Well, okay. So I guess, you know, it's funny. I, I definitely fought the whole social media thing for a while. I was like, why would anyone want to see what I'm doing on Instagram? And then I realized actually now I changed my energy about it and I enjoy doing it and have fun doing it. And I like putting together the reels with the voiceovers and the music and create a cool, like little, like an offering that can inspire people possibly. And then again, give them really give them something like, I don't like to post unless I'm giving something like giving an actual offering to the community. So I really try to, you know, I'm not like on my, on my Instagram, it's low rocks, And it's just, you know, I try to really make it about like, here's for you. This is not all about me. Like, I just want to share like empowering and liberating information and um, things that will help us feel better and maybe have our own little epiphanies. And um, so that's where I kind of put a lot of energy. I also have obviously the Align Life Studio with all the five pillars. And then we have all the new offerings with all the different healing modalities. Now, right now we have the um, obviously the rolling, the rebounding, the breath work, the yoga, the meditation. Um, and now we have the sound healing, which I'm so excited about. And next month we are going to be launching, which I'm so thrilled about monthly astrology forecasts with my incredible astrology friend who I met here in New Zealand, who's she's from Europe and she's just this, you meet her and she's just this embodied like woman in her sixties. She's like, glowing she's radiant and she's living it she's living and embodying this work she does yoga and ayurveda and she's blended it all with astrology too and so she has her own kind of method but she doesn't have a platform and i thought i gotta get her out there because she is like people are going to be so inspired by her so anyway she's we're collaborating like we were saying we're co-creating um an amazing offering which is her forecast on what's happening this month and like what to do during the new moon and the full moon and between like the times that are more difficult and more challenging and then giving people some rituals to play with 
and have fun with, um, to kind of get through the hurdles of the month and then to embrace the beautiful, like fun times of the month too. So it's actually like really dear to my heart. Cause it's how I've lived my life for the last basically 20 years is when I probably started doing maybe, maybe 15, like astrology. And it's really helped me in my life and my choices and my decisions and my career and with clients and everything. So it's been a really huge piece. And so I'm really excited. So April we're starting that and hopefully we'll be bringing in the fascia foods nourish app either in April or May. And then the next really big thing, which I'm excited to share with your, um, your listeners and with you is that I'm working on finally my certification. So I'm going to be teaching, um, essentially about fascia. It's either going to be called the fascia secret, um, kind of the secrets of this, you know, sensory organ that we all have that we don't know what, we don't know how amazing it is. So, um, working on writing the curriculum for that. And then Charlie, um, the yoga instructor is going to help me as well. And she'll probably be kind of my master teacher for that, for the, um, for the certification. So we'll be doing, we'll be launching the certification in about six months. And we've, we have a huge wait list of people that are really excited. Cause again, it's like, it's like you, Heather, you came in and, um, you really felt the connection when you started, you know, working with your physical body and you understood that connection. And then all of a sudden it it just like translated into all these other levels. So we're going to start with the very basic, you know, um, body mechanics, fascia, structural integration, rolling and rebounding. And then hopefully, you know, I'll bring in the energy aspects as well into the intro. And then like probably over the next few years, I'll end up doing level one, level two, and then maybe like a level three, which is more of like, I don't like to use the word master class, but you know how like that concept of master class that's out there right now. It's kind of like, I want to, you know, for people like you or people that are really excited about the method and the philosophy, and they want to take it deeper and maybe even teach it in oh a class. Gosh, that's amazing. You know what I mean? So yeah. For I like, take a class with, from you. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Now that's like my dream come true because I just no. love taking classes and like, totally. Oh no, this will be like, we would basically, we're going to do it in, they call it a cohort. So we'll do it together twice a year. And so we'll get the group and we'll be on a journey for base. It'll be over three months. And like, you know, mo- some of the modules you can watch in your own time. And then we'll have like zoom meetings with the class, like probably, you know, once or twice a month, you know what I mean? So it's oh, not like, it's going to be like, do it in your own time within the three months. And then like, we'll meet up for our lives, our live, like actual, like kind of seminars, if you will, for the, a few times. And then though, but the, all the curriculum will be, a lot of it will be pre-recorded right. and um, I'll have the stack of books that I recommend. And then obviously the products that you need to get to really go deep and embody it. And so I think, you know, a lot of times it'll be for people that want to do it for themselves. But then I've got like all these trainers that want to do it. Yoga teachers, yeah. Um, yeah. Pilates, even body workers and be- people in the beauty world that are doing like facials, they want to learn because they realize that how your body is structured and your posture is going to have an influence on the way your face ages too. And if it's more radiant or not and all of that. So we've got a lot of like healers that are already doing other things that want to kind of incorporate this modality into their offering. And so I'm really excited. And actually the, I know you're, well, you'll get this, but some people probably think I'm a little woo woo saying this, but I've always known that I was going to do this, but 
during the portal, the two, two portal, the two, two, two between two, 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 and then two, 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 22. So like February 2nd and February 22nd this year is when it came in so strong to my um, meditations. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have to do this. Cause I was already thinking about my next book, which is about like food and the soil and, and how the, you know, I mentioned earlier, the store, the soil structure and that actually <clears throat> the soil is the fascia of the, of the earth. And that was going to be what I was going to work on. And I realized actually, no, 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 no. The, I got to do the certification before I can go on to the next thing. So I'm finishing it's the circle so of the child. I, yeah. um, before I met with you on the phone, um, a couple weeks ago, like I was, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about? You know, am I going to have enough to say, you know, whatever. And I was oh my like, God, please, what if you asked me, you know, like how, what I think of her business and where she should go yeah. with this, whatever. And I was thinking even then like some type of class or certification kind of thing, because no way. Yeah. <gasps> I have, I have, you a, already feeling that too. Well, oh I have God. a friend that um, has her own yoga studio and so many times I've been like, oh my gosh, I got to bring in the roller and, and, you know, maybe do yes. that. But then I was like, but I, I don't know how to teach it. I would have to literally watch your video and try to remember it. And yeah. do it. So no, but that's that cool? crazy. Wow. So you'll be like the top of our list. You can help spread. And the thing that's great is with the certification, like you said, it really helps to be able to spread the empowering knowledge because then you're going to feel really confident in knowing the system and the philosophy. And you're going to actually have like, you know, deep work and anatomy and biomechanics and like the organs and the glands and the chakras and like all of a sudden, and you already know a lot of this stuff, but putting it together into well, why are we doing this move? And then, you know, the, the intention of that move is for X, Y, and Z. And then you're yes. like, I'm going to pull these moves and put it together. So by the end of the three months of the training, the idea would be that you would like, you know, record yourself teaching your husband a lesson or teaching your kids a lesson or teaching whoever a friend or, you know, like your yoga friend, a lesson. And then, you know, you would submit that. And that would be part of your, how you get your certification is like, you know, you, you'd kind of right. submit what so you've learned yeah. and show that you can, pra it's a practical, they call it a practical exam. And so, um, but it's easy and fun and it doesn't have to be perfect at all. And you can write it out. And as long as you, if you have a hand, a thing written out, you don't need to know it by heart. Cause I used to go, when I first started teaching, I was, I would always bring a list and I'd write out like which exercises I wanted to put in. I wanted to make sure I hit all the different ranges of motion and all the different parts of the body. And I didn't miss anything. And so I would write it out before I would teach. This is before, obviously I was writing books and stuff, but you know, that's, that's the beginning is you got to like, you, you got to present and put it out there and you could do it to one person or you could teach it to a class. But the beauty of doing the certification I realized was that this is how the word gets out more because I don't want to just be about me. It's not really about me. I don't really care about like being famous. I mean, I like to be known right. for like making a difference, but like the whole famous thing too, to me is like kind of a weird, I, it doesn't make sense. I don't like the idea of being an influencer because I really am an, an educator. I don't want to influence someone that feels negative to me. I want to actually educate and empower people. So the certification to me is like a whole nother level. And it's also something I'll be excited to talk about on podcasts in media 
Um, because it's just going to be like, I can feel it coming from my heart. Yeah. You know what they say right now in the feminine world right now is like everything needs to come from our heart or it's not going to have the universe isn't going to support it. Right. Yes. And then you do, it's like, then you have to try to make things happen, whatever. But when you are working from that heart space, it just naturally comes to you. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, I'm so excited that you had that feeling too. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Yes. I think this is amazing. Is there anything that you aren't going to do? Oh my <laughs> gosh. You, you've got like so many different avenues. It's wild. I know. It's kind of crazy. I know it seems like a lot, but I also, I'm just the kind of person that if I'm doing it, it's, uh, you know, you've heard me say this before me search is research. So if I'm doing it and living it and breathing it, then I'm going to be sharing it. And that's just my nature. Yeah. It's what I love to do. It's probably my number one passion. So if I find something that works and is amazing, then I want to share it. And I want to like, I want everyone else to, to have access to it. You I know, know. I, I think that's probably why I was drawn to you and your program. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. I, I don't want to see somebody struggle. If I, if I, you know, even if I struggled myself to get something yes. or learn something, and then I see somebody else struggling, like there's a lot of people out there like, oh, well, I struggled. So now you have to struggle. And it's like, no, <laughs> I don't want you to struggle. Like, it felt like crap struggling. So let me help you you figure it out. Like I, that's, that's, but again, like I went to school for six years to teach. Like I, I am a teacher at heart and, um, why hoard all the, the, the things why just, yeah. Share the love align with love. love. I know. (laughs) Well, Lauren, thank you so, so much for um, doing this podcast with me. And I, I mean, I, saying thank you doesn't even touch on how like much this meant to me. Um, so, you know, I'm going to say thank you, but I wish there was like stronger words to, to use. But I feel so um, beyond grateful that you sat and had this entire conversation with me and that my listeners got to hear all of your wisdom and everything that, you know, you're incorporating in your life and how far you've come. Because again, between the two of us geeking out here, there has to be something that resonates (laughs) with, you know, person that they can maybe, um, run with, you know, and, and learn more about, and just start there. It doesn't have to start with like how I started or how you started. Um, just start somewhere, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. And just take a moment to, I would say, leaving your listeners with the, the concept of just tuning inward because there's a diamond inside of all of us. And it's like, that's kind of what the, you know, the gift of life is to discover what that is. And sometimes it takes a lot more layers and it's not, you know, and it's, it could just be being an amazing mom. It can be anything. It can be whatever it is like loving your husband or your wife or whatever. Like it can be the most simple things. It doesn't have to be this massive, you know, where it's affecting millions. It's really not about that. It's about finding the inner, whatever really lights you up. It's the first thing I ask in um, sessions when I work, work with clients is what inspires you. And it's amazing how many people don't have an answer straight away. They're like, actually, I have no idea. I have no idea. And I'm like, if you could just 
one thing, what inspires you? Because what inspires you is like, if you think about breath, it's like, it's the breath of life. It's like, what takes your breath away? What inspires you in, you know, re respiration. So I would say that's a beautiful way to end here because, you know, I mean, you found that you found your inspiration and through, you know, connecting through movement and taking it to the next level. And here you are now you have a book, you're going to write a children's book. You're in, in, um, influencing, or I should say, I don't like the word influence, right? (laughs) These children every day. And there's, you know, you get new groups every year and like, how cool is that? Like you're really making a difference. So I'm really, I honor you and it's an honor to be here. And, um, thank you. Thank Thank you you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. Absolutely. For doing this with me and um, everybody who's listening, you know, if you haven't already heard me talk about, cause I've talked about you before Lauren, but <laughs> if you haven't heard me before, you know, just, you know, take 10 minutes out of your day and start doing like following her in some capacity, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, yeah. uh, you know, in some way and just like, she will start to show you some really cool ways to get started on your own personal journey. So thank you again for doing this for me, but for all the people that were, that are going to be listening to this. So absolutely. So good. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Lauren.